all right so before i put this out there um there's a reason why i haven't been talking about the knicks lately because what i appreciate and what people appreciate uh, appreciate are two different things um i see that the knicks are making progress and we're not necessarily winning games but there's progress and good habits being instilled in the team and i'm perfectly fine with that um now with that being said i'm also very excited because james dolan came out to the public a few days prior to this episode saying that he's willing to listen to a bona fide offer for the knicks now granted it's not him saying he's looking or actively trying to you know sell the knicks but it just means james dolan is soon he's thinking about leaving and that that's great news for the knicks i don't for real knicks fans you know how significant this is and you know it's not to be taken lightly so with that being said the crew and i are about to talk about how exactly you know to take this great news and you know just talk about the overall progress of the knicks check it out Play a show with his band. Yep. Okay. And, you know, what does that say? I say he trusts his GM. And here, you want to know how I feel as a Rangers fan with James Dolan as being the owner? I feel like the redheaded stepchild to New York Knickerbockers because he does not care about the Rangers. It's just another entity that's in Madison Square Garden that's making money. I agree with that. No efforts put towards that team. And I'm sorry, this is no offense to the Knicks, but the Rangers in the past 10 years have had a better goes at it than the Knicks have. Oh, no, that's the thing. There's no disrespect behind that because that is a 110% fact. Like, there were several times that the Rangers were almost like, top five favorites to win the Stanley Cup, and the Knicks have not been top five to win the conference since 2013. Well, so, what I was going to say is, like like you said, he cares about the Knicks more. So he's actually, I feel like he gets stuff listening to the New York media on what they think he should do. Like, he's actually listening to these fools. But he's listening to the wrong people. He's not listening to the people who actually make sense. He's trying to one-hit wonder these fools with, with underground journalism. But he, he like he, he gets stuck listening to the media and what when he makes his moves and it like pressures him into bad decisions. And he gets pressured into making bad decisions because he's trying to do he so much. Grown, he was a grown man. 
you are other man. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying that's what he's doing. That's like, uh, like as an owner, he's he's getting pressured into making bad decisions with not only his coaches but with his GMs and with his personnel all the, like all the way around. He's making bad decisions left and right, and like the Rangers are I feel like better off because he doesn't care about them so much so he's not interfering with them as much and they're allowed to get a more coherent idea of what they're trying to do with any within their organization so he doesn't move them around as much he doesn't move those pieces as often that was probably one of the better points we made on the show because that is 110 but when James Dolan was interfering back then like when we had Larry Brown and all that, like it was James Dolan oh, yeah, in the yeah. headlines and the press conferences and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, yo, bro, we don't, we don't need you. Kind of like a Jerry Jones of the NBA back then. Stolen your bag sucks. <laughs> nah, his band really does suck. And you know, that's just what's, like, the, what's the name of the band though? He calls it know, Dolanite. James Dolan sucks. James Dolan and the boys. I don't. Who knows? God, God only knows. It's, it's, oh man, it's frustrating. It's really he calls it, it's my know. band. It's my, one band, one team. That's what he calls it. It's called the Madison Square Garden. Ain't. Everything sucks. Chill, chill, chill. We've heard that too many times talking about the Knicks. You can't, you can't use that. You gotta find a new joke. You gotta find a different one, bro. That's not applicable. But now that we got, now we got that out the way, right? Um, can we talk about how uh, Lonzo and Drew Holiday are gonna be on the first team uh, defense? Or, Oh, you, you think they both go? You think they both go fit on first team all defensive? You think that's right there? Um, can we can we talk about who might be ahead of them? I just let's, let's just talk. Because if you say Ooh. we go to the depot, I'm a point to right. twenty games since Mister Ready. You're right. You're right. Nah, I was I was gonna point at nobody. You you got that one. You anybody I would point to is kind of yeah. Nah, you're having that. a down year. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. You got that. They're yeah. having a super down year. Super like, down. Like, real, real down. Like, I'm almost shocked Clay Thompson is, you know, not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to drag it. I was about to say, I'm shocked he's still been burned, but. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's stupid. Um, but, you know, he's, but he's no, he's not the same lockdown two-way like he's normally been. He definitely seems to be more focused yeah. on the offensive end this season. And not in the fact that, not in the fact that he scored more points, but I feel like he's definitely taken more shots. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Because you're tired of people saying that he's not the top two option on the team, which he well, clearly still is not. But that's well, also, he, he has his uh, contract season coming up. Was, I mean, it was his contract season. So if it turns out that the Warriors do resign Kevin Durant, he's got to find somewhere to go. Bro, or he has to get rid of Draymond Green, or he has to take less money. Like those are his only three options. So it's like. If he doesn't show somebody, if he doesn't show out in order to get the contract that's going to drag him away from the Warriors, then he's just going to have to stick with the Warriors for less money. Braun will take him. Braun will take him if Braun had the money to dish out for him. Well, Braun got the money to come out of his pocket with right him. I think, look. I think Clay Thompson is the perfect person to put with LeBron James because LeBron James needs the ball needs the ball in his hand almost 90, 95% of the time once you're down the floor. He doesn't like to bring it down the floor. But once you get once you get the ball in the half court, he wants the ball in his hands. Clay Thompson doesn't want the ball in his hands. Because as soon as you pass it to him, he's chucking it. He's throwing that shit up. He doesn't even want it in his hands for that second. <laughs> <laughs> this man is like, give me so you pass him the ball, he's like, I don't want this. Straight up, <laughs> like every single time. So you put those two together, 
I don't know what could happen. Mm, nah, no thanks. No thanks, blood. <laughs> you keep all that energy over there. But nah, talk, talk to me about Lonzo, man. Give, give me a quick synopsis. Carson. But Lonzo? Carson. Oh, Carson. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I want to hear from Carson. Man, don't, don't nobody want to hear from Carson. But if it ain't Bron, <laughs> if it ain't Bron, Bron, it ain't right. You heard me? <laughs> I mean, and I watched Lonzo play defense. And he plays deep. He plays pretty good defense. But it's one thing about him I don't like. It's like he he plays more with his body. Like he leans in. He doesn't spread his arms enough. I mean, but that's his. Nothing neither here nor there. But I mean. Lonzo, he he, play, he does play pretty good defense, but too bad he's not gonna be playing defense for the Lakers for long because they finna ship his ass or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's too funny. Listen, can we also but, talk about how Uncle Varbar has been a uh, real quiet? He's been he's been extremely you know, quiet because we've been winning. Because him, he know him and his son about to hit the road, Jack. <laughs> he said nah, they go, he said they gonna give you a microphone somewhere else. Hold up. Let me go find it real uh, quick. I think, I think he's his own I rich ball. I think Varbar realized uh, Bron Bron ain't, ain't what he wants. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's, probably, know, that's probably exactly you know, what he realized. He, uh, he don't want that smoke. If he bad talk, if he bad talk Bron's brand, it's over. Bron's yeah, brand, true, I think, is true, one of the top true. ten biggest ones in America. True. You ain't opening it up a lid on that. No, that's not. That's yeah, not that man just opened up a whole school. Yeah. I need you to, I need you to pump your brakes. <laughs> like, like even though we can't really like, like we can, it's really hard to find something not to like about LeBron. Like, yeah. he makes himself one of the most likable people ever. Yeah, like, definitely. You, you can't just, you, you just can't be it, like, yo, I like, only, only true, true basketball fans Haters. who don't oh. who don't want to admit that who don't want to give up the goat conversation if you don't want to give up the goat conversation to lebron you don't like lebron that's the only people who don't like lebron right not well and and certain women who don't really watch sports like that i hate him he always crying well you know the man is huge as far as like stature wise Pause. and he does get fouled a lot he get beat down yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you. But anyway, but 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 enough about the big baby. We we let's go back. Yo, you hear this guy? Let's go back talking. He tried. Yeah, he tried to subtly throw that in. Like, uh-huh. Hey yeah. man, look. If you don't nope. like the fouls, look. If he don't, if you don't like the fouls, he can stay out the paint, man. All right, because he ain't what? making the damn free what? throws. He ain't making the damn free <laughs> throws. If he was making the free throws, it'd be different. If he's six eight. Two two he he slimmed down to two sixty now. He ain't two eighty five like he was. Uh-huh. Two sixty. You want him shooting jumpers? Look, I tell you, I tell you I tell you exactly where I like to see LeBron. Same exact place I saw Kobe and Jordan. That little mid elbow place with that little turnaround fadeaway. Yo, he's killing that turnaround fadeaway this season. Yo, play, can we also play that I area? Know you guys right have there. noticed, especially you uh so called Laker fans and LeBron fans in this here room. Um, you guys notice that LeBron takes a lot of set three-point shots where he doesn't even jump off the ground anymore? Yeah, it's weird. That, that is one self-aware. No, no, no. It is smart. Because if you peep, Andre Miller said the secret to him playing till he was like 40 years old was that he didn't jump. He didn't NBA. jump. Yeah, he didn't jump. You know what I'm saying? LeBron literally played below the rim. Now. Hey, listen, what he done? He jumps now. For dunks, LeBron. No, it's it's like it. It's weird to see him play. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's weird to see him play now when I watch him because I feel like 
when I was watching all the LeBron highlights when I wasn't a Laker fan, this man was bouncing off the ground everywhere. And now it seems like he's like, like the man is like ground stricken because even when he does his fadeaways, it's not like he's jumping up and fading back a lot. He's using his body to bounce somebody out and then he's getting a little, like a little hop, a little hop off the ground. Swish. Because <laughs> like, there, there's more damage to landing on hardwood than it is nudging somebody. Listen, you LeBron, know no, he's 33. And he got a shot blocked last Four, night. 34. Thir- well, 34. Oh, yeah, he did just have a birthday. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he, he know he's 34 years old. He said that. Like, when he got a shot blocked last night, they said they asked how he felt about it. He was like, well, I am, I am 30 in my 30s. This man in his 20s is going to happen. So he's he's fully aware, but LeBron is the master of self-preservation. True, true. Yes, sir. A million dollars a year on the body. Very true. He is and on the the, mind. Listen, he is the master at it. You've never seen LeBron have a major injury, and there's a reason to it. You wonder why season injuries are killing certain people's careers like Jalen Rose, almost Derrick Rose, you know, the list goes Anybody on. Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. Hold up. Brandon Roy was the Roy, band. Tracy McGrady. Filthy. Tracy McGrady oh, had God. injury problems that right, ended his right, career right, right. too early. But like there were, no. there were a lot of really good people who had their career just ended off of injuries. Exactly. And I'm LeBron. not talking about Greg Oden injuries. I'm talking about injuries where that man hey, was hey, hey, boy. That man alone. He's a family man now. <laughs> hey, but, <laughs> hey, but listen. But hold on. But uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you guys said. What I'm saying, LeBron knows this. And LeBron, has ta- he takes extra precautions during the, during the season and during the offseason. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, but we 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 know we know LeBron is the master of preserving his body. But one thing he's not the master of is defense, and that's what this topic was about. <laughs> what? What? Huh? What? Bro, whoa! Don't, don't, don't ask Iggy. I'm gonna hit you. I'm hit you with the Skip Bayless stats, bro. <laughs> ask Iggy. You know, Eli Snowden's stats. That my boy Eli be pulling out the numbers. Oh like, my it's god! Not, please do not talk that. about no stupid ass defensive wind share. <laughs> You can't right, even right, tell right, me what right. a defensive win share is. When you share the, sure. the, the playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. You know exactly what a defensive win share is. Come on. No, <laughs> don't talk about that nonsense, though. That, I'm, like, not, hey, talking, that's I'm like, not gonna talk about that stuff. But, nah, I, but that's like a per thirty-six stat. Bro, but you like, can yeah, if this player played thirty-six minutes, this is what they were average. The listen. He he he's a bench player who plays 15 minutes a game. I don't give a damn what he would score if he played 21 more minutes. I don't care. It's not gonna happen. But like, oh, his per 36 is a, a double double and three assists. Okay, but, but I'm gonna I, no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the same thing that I've always said about LeBron and that everybody has seen about LeBron because he doesn't pass the defensive eye test and that he's a very opportunistic defender, but he's not as engaged on defense as he wants to make it seem like just because you talk a lot, on, just, just because you talk a lot on defense doesn't mean you're engaged on defense. And yes, I understand. He, but but he that's can't. why he, he, he can't, he cannot give 110% on defense and still Thank play you. the whole Thank damn you. game. He plays Thank 40 you. minutes Thank a you. game. He cannot, Already. he cannot play 100% on defense and 100% on offense. He can't, the man will be drained. It'd be no good. Right, thank you. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Carson, but this is what it is. Mo talking about he's not engaged on the defensive. First of all, Bro. he's quarterback in your defense, telling your man where to go when they don't know how, where to go. Because I've seen a lot of plays where your players still manage to botch their defensive placements on the court. That's one. 
two, like Carson said, like he does so much else on the court. You really gonna complain if he's playing safety by guarding bro, what, player on bro, the court? Yeah, yes, I, like I am. If he's playing wow. bad, if he's playing bad safety, because you know what, Yo, defense wins championships, bro. Do, no, because don't play defense. bad defense. What are you talking about? That's what bro. I'm saying. He this doesn't this, play the level so, you're accustomed so to. So far, seeing. so far this season, he doesn't he doesn't play d- bad defense. And yes, Alex, I'll give you this: the star of the Lakers team. I'm used to watching him play the best player on the other team and making sure that nobody uh, is going off against him. Time out, time out. Just like the Giants <laughs> for the last three, four years, you have not seen your best player called nobody's <laughs> best player. <laughs> Wait, say again? What? Just, I said, just for the record, for the last three, four years, your best player has not guarded uh, the best player on the other team. You going to sit here and tell me Kobe, Kobe, the only best player he guarded was LeBron in their last meeting against each other. That was it. And that was for one play because LeBron was still young enough to win on that fool. Um, so let's talk about that. Uh, so stop saying you used to. It's what have you done for me lately? It's what it's what have you done for me lately? You know what I'm saying? And we just gonna we, we okay. Well, that. well, I'm talking about what have you done for me lately? And lately, <laughs> Lonzo Ball has been holding everybody to 15 percent from the field. That's lately. That's what's been going on lately. And LeBron has a big contributor. Why you got to bring LeBron back into this? <laughs> Y'all brought this LeBron into this. I was talking about Lonzo. This whole topic was supposed to be about Lonzo. Y'all wanted to talk about LeBron because y'all what love him so much. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Now everybody want to talk about Alonzo. Before, when I was talking about the ball brothers, you don't need that family alone. Uh, uh, uh. Now it's, oh, I want to talk about the balls. I want to talk about, I want to talk about Alonzo. What he doing? We don't care. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Right, we don't need your love and appreciation. Fellas especially, have you ever been in a situation where one of the biggest games of the season was coming on and either your significant other, if you're blessed to have kids, your kids, your mom, anyone just just so happened to need something right when the game was about to come on? You, You know how that feels, right, fellas? So we on the crew are about to talk about what is the best and most optimal time to watch sports like when is it like yes this is the day um i've been looking forward to this all week or for the past couple of days this is the day and we're going to talk about it and we're going to go around and see which crew member like certain days as their don't bother me leave me alone sport days coming up next I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be a Sunday. But nobody's home. I'm by myself. I got the TV turned as loud as I want. Okay. Uh, And I ain't even watching football. Okay. I'm I'm watching matinee hockey. I'm watching this game. And then I might round it off with a Dallas Cowboys game at the end of the night just to make myself miserable. I was just about to say, why would you put yourself through that after a great day? It was a perfect day. Why would you do that? But, you know, when it's Premier League soccer season, any day that Tottenham wins North London, that's a good day for me. You just had to, you just had to find a way to throw that in. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're close. Close. Uh-huh. Hold that. You got in touch slot like an iPad. I don't know. I think 4-2 is pretty bad. I don't know. 
Yeah, but you know what? There was a little change. The energy was different. It wasn't a cup game. Not an excuse. You got one. I mean, if you think about it, outside of us being eliminated from the cup, which is fantastic, um, it's it's a terrible cup. If this was the FA Cup, I might be a little pissed. I'm not gonna lie. I would definitely be pissed. I'm still upset we lost to you guys, but that's not that's not the topic right now. But um, Sunday, okay, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like Sunday's a good day for me personally, man. I'm gonna go ahead and rock this. Yo, it's tough because now that I become an avid soccer fan, like any day of the week could turn into strength sports. Like today, both Arsenal and the Knicks played, so it was like I mean, we both lost, but that's not the point. Um, this was a great day to get me through my Wednesday. I had two two of my favorite sports teams that played. But the day uh, last week actually was one of the rare days where all of my teams played on the same day, except for Arsenal. I think Arsenal played Sunday. The Jets played Saturday, the Knicks played Saturday, and then Arsenal played uh, maybe like 10 hours after the Knicks played. So it was like, oh my god, all my favorite teams. And I wasn't bothered. No one hit my line. I didn't block nobody. It felt great. But all in all, man, I'm definitely about to check on the Sunday thing for sure. It's just something about Sunday's just so relaxing already. You know, watching, you know, the Jets finally raise the lose and Fitzdale messing up the rotations on the Knicks and Arsenal being down the goal in the first five minutes. It just sets my Sunday on fire. L F L I think it's funny that two two people whose teams are almost never winning on Sunday both enjoy it. Sunday sports. Don't you think that's weird, Carson? I think it's Browns territory. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounds good, especially for the teams who, um, um, Seth, if you can, can you remind, I think both of our teams have a better record than Seth. I could be wrong. I could be um, very wrong, but, 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 my quarterback. I'm used to seeing my team win on Sundays. Like, now on Sundays, when I see my team lose, it's still weird to me. It's not a normal occurrence, and I don't know what to do. I feel like y'all are too familiar. I'm, once again, Chef, correct me if I'm wrong, but when was the last time the Giants had a, a winning record? Same time as the Jets? I'm not sure. I, I forget. Because I feel like they drafted Odell with a high first round pick. They drafted... Uh, Saquon with another high round pick then they drafted another player with a high round pick I feel like they haven't been good for some time most should be used to it but no no yes no. okay go ahead Mark sorry go ahead I was just gonna say that even though I do enjoy watching my team usually win on Sundays I don't know what you're talking about um Sunday is not my, my day for sports. One, I don't know why. My two days for sports, probably because they're holidays, is number... The, my second favorite day for sports is Thanksgiving. Even though my team never plays on Thanksgiving, I just enjoy the fact that... You get to watch the Cowboys, though. Yeah, I usually do get to watch the Cowboys lose on Thanksgiving. That's pretty pretty sweet most of the time. And uh, I don't know. I just I just enjoy the the festivities of the, of the Thanksgiving the, the, the Thanksgiving Day games it's like everybody watches football because that's the only thing on it's, it's kind of like a, a mini Super Bowl with you know teams that aren't important but and then my first favorite sports day is the Christmas Day basketball games 
And because of that, I'm going to say that my favorite day for sports, to watch sports, is NBA Fridays. Yeah, yeah. You go, you work, you make your money, so you don't feel like you just wasted a day on sports. You come home, especially because I'm a Lakers fan, so my team is always on in the later games, usually the 10.30 games, so I come home. You know, I get me a snack, you know what I'm saying? You know? Get me my 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 honey bourbon backwood like 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 my man Shannon Sharp be having and uh, enjoy wow. my games. I think I think they allow him to do it to try and relate to our culture. I think that's why they allow him to do it. Right. Okay. Yeah, I thought I knew I wouldn't go. I peeped that. I feel like now, well, now, no, 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 now, now they've decided to not put a leash on it. <laughs> that's that's no. what it when it first happened. He was. They were like, all right, put it on Instagram. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what kind of backlash we get, and they didn't get any. And they were like, "Huh? No, nobody told us to get to get rid of him. Hmm. Let's let's see where we can go with this." Now, now you have Snoop Dogg bringing him 3.75 liter bottles of Henny on st- on set, like. Right, and he's still talking about what? What is that? What's Skip? 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 Let's not act. Let's not act naive now, Skip. Like you don't know what the black what the black water, the brown water do to you, Skip. Skip, no. Skip, hit. Low key. He just don't want to admit it. He want to be politically correct. You know what I'm saying? He likes to. But you know what? Hey, listen. I feel like Skip live a double life for real. Right. Right. He's way too relaxed. It's too calm. <laughs> hey. Like, hey, I think I think Skip hang out with uh with Cat Williams and Snoop Dogg back set. Oh, that's a fact. Like he just be mad mellow about it. He don't be out there. He got a whole open ego. He has to. I, I, I've never seen somebody argue that calm. Right. 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 Everyone gets emotional. I, I haven't seen Skip Bayless like cut somebody off or be overly emotional. He's, he's unflappable. Hey, he's kidding. He, he said your favorite thing is what, Chuck? He's my favorite Cowboys defender. Oh, man. Cut it out. I mean, I think... It's either one of two things. You live in a double life or his adrenaline gland don't work. <laughs> I mean, he is old. So it might be, it might be a combination. It might be a combination. Of those uh, That's pretty cool. Carson, what you got, man? What's your day? Well, never mind. You're a college fanatic. So I think I know yeah, I mean, you know, to, you know, by nature, Saturdays are my favorite day because during, you know, winter, fall and winter because college football is on. But I'm gonna go a different route. I got two specific days of the year that I like watching sports the most. I like watching sports on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, much like Mo, because there's a plethora of games on, and yeah. you're around a lot of people. It's camaraderie. You know, I like Uncle Jim might have had a little bit too much to drink. He might be talking junk, and you see him over there getting rowdy. I was going to say that I also like that everybody in the country watches the same games at the same times. Right, right. Did you swing uh, on Uncle Jim this Thanksgiving? Huh? What'd you say? Did you swing on Uncle Jim this Thanksgiving? <laughs> nah. Uncle it's not Jim like you're having a flashback. 
Nah, 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 nah. I was, I was, I was uh, getting comedic relief from Uncle Jim. <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah, Thanksgiving being one of my favorite days, just because of all the games that come on. You got football all day. You get to sit back with your belly full, rub it, you know, let out a couple belches. But um, uh, my other favorite day of the year is Super Bowl Sunday. Who don't like Super Bowl Sunday? I mean, I and, and I like Super Bowl Sunday for a, a different reason than everybody else does. Well, I ain't gonna say everybody else because a lot of people probably like this. I look forward all day to the commercials. I was yeah. Like, what dumb thing they can put on next? What is the dumbest thing that they can put on next? <laughs> it's a contest <laughs> during the Super Bowl. Like, What's gonna be the funniest, dumbest commercial? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think last year was a. Uh, Unanimously won by the Peter Dinklage and uh, Buster Rhymes <laughs> Doritos oh, yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I haven't watched the Super Bowl three years. Oh man! What the what? hell? What? Man, bye. Yeah, the Cowboys ain't gonna be in this. So it's probably gonna be another ten more for you watching. <laughs> <laughs> pains me to say this and it really sucks that my team is no longer in the Champions League but you know Arsenal we, we gotta get our stuff together before we're ready to compete in anybody's uh, <laughs> Champions League but with that being stated and obviously known already <laughs> me and Chef are gonna go back and forth about the Champions League draw for the last 16 and we have winning their first set of legs and possibly who could end up being the champion check it out Manchester United talk. This is the Champions League drawing talk. Okay, okay, fair enough. Sorry. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. All right. Uh, Roma versus Porto. I honestly feel like Porto might sneak it out because Roma's been so atrocious this year. Yo, they've been horrendous, and that's my favorite Italian team. And like I, thought Schick, I thought Schick was going to be that extra piece that we needed as far as his two striker system go, and he's been an absolute bust. So, Dumb. Yeah, uh, there's that. Then next on the dock, we got good old Ajax facing Real Madrid. Uh, I think I all. Told, the... Go ahead. No, we'll go. I was just gonna say I have a soccer group chat, and I have uh, <laughs> one person who's a die-hard, cold-blooded, not just football fan, but he's you know he's a Barca fan, and he's also a huge fan of Ajax. So he th- oh, yeah. he believes outside of him being biased that Ajax will definitely eliminate Real. Well, Ajax has um uh has created players such as the, the Danish delight Christian Eriksen pause not trying to be weird. Yeah, okay. uh, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. cool uh, Christian Eriksen players such as uh friggin what's it? Matthias delight is still on his, on, on Ajax. If it's insane. Is he still there? Yep. Yeah, he's still there as well. So uh, Tottenham's looking at them as well. But that's a good team. I think the team's a little too young to go up against the seasoned Real Madrid team, even though Real Madrid, you know, missing Ronaldo isn't necessarily the Real Madrid that we all know and love or, or despise, depending on who you talk to. Right, right, right. Oh, so, but I, I think Madrid definitely comes out on top of that game. Uh, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if Ajax wins. I really wouldn't. I got them winning the uh, 
both legs. Uh, four three. I'm gonna go four three. High scoring. All right, I can dig it. Now, next up, and Alex already. Uh, sorry, Stat already knows what I'm going into on this one. Phosphor oh, versus Borussia Dortmund. Now, now I, I, I want to hear what you have to say because nobody wants to hear what I have to say because they know what. Can nobody want to hear what he have to say neither. First of all, you can stay in your lane, American. You know what I'm saying? Because you know nothing about this. Second of all, I'm no, glad. I'm glad you appreciate my opinion, Mr. Chef. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say it pains me to say it, but I think Tottenham has clearly a good chance of because uh, to be quite frank, Bruce Dortmund plays like Arsenal. They they are the super comeback kids, but they're just a little more dynamic than we are with it. As in, they they if they smell blood in the water, they will come back from three one and beat you four three with no with no problem. Um, but against Tottenham, outside of you know, I think personally it wasn't necessarily luck. I think we just came in really energized for that game, which is why we came back uh, to beat you guys. But Borussia Dortmund, they're um, they're very they're very explosive. You guys can easily win, but you guys can also be easily embarrassed by the number one team in Bundesliga this year. Um, I think Sancho, You got, if you guys can contain Sancho and uh, keep Marco Royce in his rocking chair, um, I think I think you guys have a good shot of maintaining that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially for Champions League. Uh, you know, I know Tottenham as a team to, to hit a streak and hit the streak hard, you know what I mean? Right. So there's a chance they could streak this all the way to the final. They're good enough to do that, but there is some very large roadblocks in the way, and such as teams like Liverpool. Okay, so uh, Liverpool and Bayern Munich, I, that's going to be an interesting one because Bayern Munich really hasn't hit their stride in the Bundesliga and, you know, went 4-2 in the Champions League. Still, obviously, easily into the round of 16, but I don't know. How do you feel about that one? You said Bayern Munich and who? I forgot. I didn't just fade it out. Bayern Munich. I don't know. I think this is really a 50-50. You can't go wrong with either one. Um, I personally would love to see every English team get knocked out. Uh, but uh, I personally have nothing against Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp is one of my favorite managers for obvious reasons he's a manager um, yeah he's very entertaining right so outside of the Bayern stuff Bayern has had an atrocious year in Bundesliga where it's almost like they almost have to uh, focus solely on championship like they can easily place a spot in the Bundesliga and now they just want to put all their energy into the Champions League and that might be trouble for Liverpool who is uh, aspiring title contenders in the Premier League and that's what Jurgen Klopp wants um, he already tasted Champions League but now that he can taste uh, Man City uh, title he wants that so I think for a lack of focus and attention uh, depending on when the first leg comes about depending on where Liverpool is in uh, February I see them either losing this leg by two goals or um, I think it's, it goes down to a, a last-minute goal in the second leg to uh, Byron. Okay. I can dig it. Yes, sir. Uh, I, uh, I personally feel like uh, Liverpool's going to come out on top just because of the people they got coming off the bench. And 
you know, I think uh, the speed of Liverpool is definitely going to overcome the the steadfastness of a Bayern Munich team. But next one, we're going to make this one super quick. This is Barcelona versus Olympic Leones. First of all, shout out to Olympic Leones uh, making it to my favorite Frenchies making it to the round of sixteen with one W. All right, <laughs> that just goes to show when you have Hoffenheim and Shakhtar Donetsk. <laughs> In your, uh, First of all, don't don't discredit my French boys. We worked hard for that. Oh my Ever god! Since we lost Lacazette, we haven't been the same. You didn't. Actually, was a lot better. Lacazette, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they've actually been a lot better since they lost uh, Lacazette. The first couple of uh, games, they did sputter. But ever since then, uh, my boy Fikir has been uh, world class, world class. All right. But don't be. I have them winning the first leg. By the way. Okay. Um, interesting enough, I think it's gonna be four nil. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, oh, that's interesting, bro. <laughs> See, that's the chef we know. Chef reclaimed his throne. He's like, yeah, that's cool, but uh, four zero. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, but. I mean, I really think they'll squeak out uh, the first leg 2-1 off a, lat, off a late uh, goal and then they're going to get embarrassed back at um, back in Spain 3-1 the Xbox off yeah you know they, they're going to they're, they're uh, their internet connection is going to go down suddenly and they're just going to leave the match but, they're going to rage quit in person right but Barca is <laughs> definitely going to win uh, the leg 4-3 yeah 4-3 alright uh, and then now up is Atletico Madrid versus Juventus. Probably the most interesting out of all the matchups. Um, two uh, quote unquote titans going at it. Um, you know, Juventus, the more experienced and more uh, f- forward firepower, I guess you would say. And, you know, some of the best players in the world. But. Atletico Madrid is always a team that comes to play when you got solid players, you know, such as, you know, Griezmann. Anything's possible. So, you know who uh, Atletico Madrid reminds me of? Well, since they became good again, rather, I'll say that. Who's um, this? They remind me of, this is from Mo and uh, Carson. They remind me of the Spurs. They don't always have the best player in the whole world. I mean, they do have Griezmann, don't get me wrong, definitely world class could have won the a couple of times but um right now they don't have that oh yeah they're gonna they got that x factor i'm trying to word this right but anyway they remind me of the spurs in a sense where they play really well all around like they don't necessarily score three four goals and then embarrass opponents but their 2-0 would seem like the worst 2-0 beating of your life It'd be like you didn't touch the ball. Every time you got the ball, you were slid tackled by like one of your biggest center backs, and you got an elbow in your throat. Like Atletico Madrid makes you feel their presence, and you know it's great. I think it's gonna be hard for them against Juventus, who now has the forward power that they didn't always have um, with Ronaldo and Dybala uh, going up front. Um, you know, Juventus is more more so known for their 1-0 victory. Their 2-0, 2-0 was considered a blowout. If uh, if Juventus played you, um, that was just a good blowout. That's just also <laughs> right. So I think this is going to be uh, a classic Titans versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, where it's just whoever's defense caves in first, uh, whoever makes a mistake first. Um, I got, 
I got Juventus winning uh, the legs 3 1. I think I've let go of the sword's one goal. Okay. Uh, coming from the fact that we got knocked out by Juventus last year, uh, if you don't remember, if you don't recall, we won the first leg. We ended up losing because of uh, away goals. Then they added on one extra, so we lost by a goal in total. Anybody's uh, wondering against Tottenham Hotspur. Um, so, I, but the thing is, is that first game in in Italy, we shook a Juventus crowd unimaginably. So it's like I've seen Juventus crumble. Granted, different team with Iguain instead of Ronaldo. 100% different, but it's like, I don't know. I feel Juventus, maybe this stage on in this game is big for that team at this moment. And I, it sounds ridiculous saying it, but with how, how the team's still kind of coming together because they did stumble a little bit out of the gate. And, you know, obviously they're hitting their stride, but it, it's Juventus. But I don't, I don't know. I feel like this one can go either way. I, I couldn't call it. I couldn't call it. And I guess I guess we'll just have to leave it at that then, my brother. Absolutely. You know, if you're listening to this, that means you took the time out to not only listen to the full episode, <laughs> but you also took the time out just to listen to Get Live with the crew in its entirety. And uh, we greatly appreciate you guys. Thank you to everyone who's been showing me love on all types of social media platforms, in person, um, over the phone. Uh, it, it is not to be understated the importance of uh, just support. And I really, well, we really appreciate it. Um, but with that being said, you already know where to find us on our social media handles. You can check the episode information for that. But you can follow me, stat underscore GL, my man Mo, Notorious MOE on Twitter. And you can follow, uh, what's that guy? Oh, Carson. You, I mean, if you want to listen to Carson, because you know Carson a little iffy sometimes. <laughs> you can follow him at Farrow underscore GL on Twitter as well. And we catch you guys on the next episode of Get Live with the Crew.